The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on the show. So who did you vote for? None of your business. <laughs> oh, okay. Who'd you vote for? I don't care. <laughs> It's none of my that that's none of my business either. Now we could talk about uh, the Congress people in the area. Do do you support uh, Debbie Dingle? Mm. You know I don't care for that. I, I don't care either. Um. Anyway, welcome to Media Litter's Sandwich. Where if you want to be the first person to listen to this, go ahead and go to dvradio.net. Where uh, one of the things we talk about is horrible, and the other shows, not my show, but other shows talk about horrible VA hospitals. Nothing at all to do with Dingle at all. Uh, I'm in Detroit, so you could Google that on your own. Um, but yeah, DV Radio, we are on every Tuesday night, at least when there's new episodes. And uh, check out their schedule. They have a lot of great things at dvradio.net. And we are filming at the Foundation Studio right down the street. I'm looking at the TCF Center, formerly known as Kobo, in Detroit, Michigan. And with me today, we're talking about the podcast Dearborn Girls or Girl? Girl, just singular. Dearborn Girl. Okay, but you have a lot of people on the show. We do, we do. We have multiple guests. We're a three-person team, but Dearborn Girl. You, you don't want to assume anyone else's identity, then? No, it's just symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more so symbolic. Well, so, please introduce yourself. So I'm Yasmin Kadu. I'm one of the co-hosts and co-founders mm-hmm. of the Dearborn Girl podcast. And so we chronicle the stories of Arab and or Muslim women from the Dearborn community. And there are two other people on my team, um, Rima Fadlala, who is also a co-host, and Manak Wazni, who is our creative director. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Dearborn Girl is just, it's a symbolic name. So um, historically speaking, um, having the, the term Dearborn Girl was not something that women like to wholeheartedly claim. And now we've given our community permission to be proud of the, our identities and to want to be Dearborn Girls, honestly. Yeah, but... It's still part of Downriver, isn't it? And Downriver girls kind of have a really weird uh, um, distinction in the area. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't necessarily speak on that, but Dearborn Girl really just is defined as an Arab and or Muslim girl from the Dearborn community. Okay. So, so what think- about the non-Arab Muslim women in that community? So when you think of Dearborn, what do you think of? I think of Henry Ford. Do you really? Yeah. You don't think of like the highest concentration of Arab Americans outside of the Middle East? No, because that's New York. Mm, no, it's not. It's definitely Dearborn. Yeah, it's New York has the highest population. Concentration. You're talking about to ratio. I'm talking about concentration. Um, well, in cities, New York's one, Detroit's two, then Dearborn's three. If you're talking about a ratio um, in terms of you know this people per population, then it's Dearborn. So Dearborn's the highest concentration. So concentration refers to the people per square mile. Square mile, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So New York and L.A., actually. So I think L.A. has okay. a higher population. 
Okay. It's that must have been in the past few years. It's, it's been a few years since I researched that. Yeah, yeah. So that must have been the past two years. So I think concentration is something super important to highlight mm -hmm. on because concentration makes the community stronger. Okay. So, for example, the L.A. community has a very high Arab population, but mm -hmm. it's very, very spread out because L.A. is a huge city. Mm -hmm. And even with New York as well, where you have constant, you have little pockets, but you don't have an enclave that exists and interacts the way that Dearborn does. Okay. And does it matter? It definitely matters. I mean, when you think of mm -hmm. Dearborn, what do you think? You I think of Henry Ford. I think of uh, I, Henry, a lot of Henry Ford because you think of uh, what, the real birthplace of automotive. Uh, you think of uh, Henry Ford Museum, Greenfield Village, an international tourist attraction. Um, I grew up in the area, so I have a Dearborn music. I think of things that I have done in the area. But then again, I'm not from the area. Yeah. People not from the area probably have a way different perspective. Yeah, um, definitely. And we could talk, let's talk about that a little bit. What is a perspective you think other people have? Because I do hear them talk, I do hear TV shows say the city Dearborn, and it's sometimes it's in a positive light, but it's always has, it always has to do with uh, the Arabic uh, population. Yeah, definitely. So I think that was um, one of the reasons why we founded Dearborn Girl, too, mm -hmm. is because we found that the way that the media was presenting ourselves and presenting our community was not actually what we lived, breathed, and saw every single day. Mm -hmm. So it was reclaiming that narrative and kind of showing the rest of the world that we have the most amazing women that are from this community. Like, for example, we have one woman we interviewed on the show. She's up for CNN Hero, which is a global award. Okay. And it's just, we look at the community and we look at the women and we're so proud of everything that these women accomplish. And Dearborn Girl is just the start. So we're starting okay. a Dearborn Guy. We're doing um, something targeting youth called Typical Dearborn. We're working with WDET actually to do that nice. right now. And then we're working on a, a, another sister podcast called Missing Pages where we talk about things that are very, very controversial in our community. Missing Pages. Sounds like something off of Craigslist. Interesting. <laughs> off of Craigslist. What would you what would a missing page off Craigslist look it's like? like? It's like, oh, oh it's oh, what do they call it? Um Misconnections. Mm. I saw you over there at such and such sto uh, store reading this book. I was too shy to say Sounds hi. Sounds like Tinder. <laughs> uh, well, this a little bit different. Tinder is swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. This is more like, hey, I was. Are you this person I randomly was creeping on one day? So, oh man, there was a whole, there was a college dating site based off of that, uh, which is no longer around. Which is a shame because it was so fun to troll. Everyone was anonymous in it. Nice. Everyone, nice. whoever wrote the post, whoever was respond, you'd always get a different name. It was the best trolling site. I forgot what it was like. A little. That's mm, it. Nice. And it was all just misconnections, and it was so dumb. Mm. It was the best trolling site. <laughs> Never heard of it. it sounds, Good because it's not around, so it doesn't matter. It was. It was for colleges. Ah, so. nice. Okay, cool. So, so some of the people you talk to, who are some of the people? Um, it honestly ranges. It, it, so our second season started with our CNN hero, and then mm -hmm. um, it ends with somebody talking about 
um, just deep issues with her marriage and why she divorced her husband and kind of domestic violence and things right. of, with the, of the sort. But we had um, our first season, we had the first person to go to Harvard from Fortson High School, which is the largest high school in Dearborn. And it's been around since 1911. And she was the first person to ever go to Harvard. Wow, I wonder how you fact check that. I mean, that that's that's always a hard thing to claim. Yeah, no, but it, I mean, that's it, awesome. It though. was true. That's absolutely awesome. It was true. She kind of paved the way, and then this year, three women went to Harvard, which that's is awesome. Yeah, yeah, which is like a big deal. And then we have like um, a high school basketball superstar, mm-hmm. and then. Um, just different women talking about their experiences in the community and talking about mental health and talking mm-hmm. about um, colorism and just just different things that are just super super uh, pertinent to our community. So, would you? What do you say? Because I'm sure you probably heard this. Any question I think of, I'm sure you probably heard yeah. of. Uh, if not, then someone was too shy to ask. Um, do you pander to identity politics? What does that mean? That means you only uh, interview people that identifies a thing. So you are, hey, come, you know, uh, listen, you should uh, listen to this or love this person because of their identity from where they're from, from this, from that. So, or they look a certain way or, or a gender. It, it, that, that's kind of a huge thing right now. So there is literally no other space mm-hmm. for Arab Muslim women from Dearborn. There is literally no other space like this exists. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, wow, we've created the most amazing space ever. But Uh I'm I'm just saying it because it's facts. And Uh so we haven't pandered to identity politics, but we have created this space for our community to wholeheartedly own our identities. Because there are a lot of people that look at our identities and don't feel like we can wholeheartedly claim them and we we can't feel empowered by them either because sometimes when you walk through the door you have to leave your identity at the door and i think that's really problematic too because then you can't really claim who you are and you can't really love yourself well why do you feel like you have to leave your some people have to leave their identity at the door um because our identities are very very politicized being arab being muslim being um a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's the the reality of the situation. I mean, I don't call that uh, um, identity politics. I call that trying to bring up a representation. Yeah, that's not always the same thing when you go to you know like Motor City Black Age of Comics, which we've had on the show more than once. Love, love great show by the way. Um, I know there's been uh, I know there's been uh, um, some. Um, Artists at the museum in Dearborn, the Arabic cultural. I'm the Arab American Museum. Yeah. Yes, that one. I know they've awesome. had some comic book artists over yeah. there. Great. Heard nothing but great shows. Great, great feedback from that. Um, I mean, th- I don't call those identity politics. I call that just a representation yeah. that you don't normally see. Yeah, yeah. We've created a space for people to come represent themselves. So mm-hmm. we like to say this too that. Anyone that comes on the show, they're just representing themselves and they're coming out and speaking their truth and talking about their experience from their perspective. And it's not necessarily we endorse everyone that comes on the show, but Mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part, yeah. Like, I'm a big believer of, like, if you're speaking your truth, like, that's great. Like, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. So, okay, so I'm syndicated on a veteran radio station. So I want to say that because... 
a lot of the people listening have been to Iraq, Kuwait, Afghanistan, Bahrain, um, probably a bunch of other places. Um, um, uh, what's a big place that we're in right now? Uh, starts with an S. Uh, Syria. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a bunch of those places. What are some of the mis- when people think of the highest concentrated place of Arabic and Muslims? What misconceptions? Oh wow! Do you really want me to be <laughs> a couple? Of, yeah, we we. I mean, don't I, worry. I have a couple funny stories based off I mean, of it. I'm wa- I'm waiting for a good end. I mean, I'm gonna be really real with you. Everything that the media portrays our community to be is not accurate at all. Well, let's see, let's see. Is that unfair? Because there's media that betrays great things about Dearborn. I mean, there was really? what? there was rea- there was a reality show hmm. on was it A and E or History Channel? TLC, there, and it wasn't. TLC? It, it was, oh, it was terrible. They they kept talking. You know, I, I I'd rather not go into why yeah, I no, no, think no. it is, but I don't think it was a proper represent. I don't think the people they followed, or at least the episodes I saw, was a good depiction to say. There were, there were Muslims just because they would show them eating pork and with tattoos. And me yeah. have, being a teacher of many people from um, Saudi Arabia, um, I taught at a university. I had a lot of students you from over there. You taught Saudi Arabia? No, I, had, I worked at a university that had the oh, highest, okay. co- you know, had a lot of students from there. They had a celebrity that came to our school, and so a lot of people followed his tracks. Interesting. But there is a lot of positive things about Dearborn and people in Dearborn. That's why I always wonder what the misconceptions, because... I hate poking holes in things, but a lot of people have a misconception about misconceptions because a lot of people don't even know anything about it. So the misconceptions lie in the mm-hmm. fact that people don't ever experience things from themselves. Huh? And they read things, they watch things, and then they're like, this is the facts, this is true, this is everything that it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, one, our identities are so complex. Everybody, there isn't one brand of Dearborn Girl. Like no. I, even... The two other people on my team, we are three different brands of Dearborn Girls, and we're so different. And it's it's one of those things where I'm sure you and your friends are so different, too. Like, well, yeah, we're Americans. Everyone's in the, it's an individual so is we. promoted. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm saying there's no difference yeah, yeah. between. I mean, the, individuality is promoted. But there's differences, and that's fine. Yeah. I think we should highlight our differences and kind of just like hone in on our differences mm-hmm. and, and use those as strengths, too, where... It's one of those things where it's just like, let's just be accepting of other people's strengths, weaknesses, identities, and things we can learn from other people too. Because I'm sure there's things you can learn from you, uh, I can learn from you, and you can learn from me. Well, yeah, I, I think that's individuality. Um, but yeah, absolutely, it's, it is about that. That's that's what people need to do, and that's why we have conversations like this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're just get, okay. Let's move on where we're not just promoting. Um. <laughs> what? Well, I'm sh- honestly, seriously, like think mm-hmm. about it. Like this conversation right now probably wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the show right now. Mm-hmm. It's important. Okay. Well, okay. So, um, side story. Um, when I was my second tour to Iraq, I had a sergeant, uh, we're talking about something and I mentioned I, I was right near Dearborn. I had a lot of friends in Dearborn, mm-hmm. you know, Arabic friends, Muslim friends, whatever. And they looked at me up and down and I knew she was staring at my name, my last name, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what my ethnicity is, which is by the way, nobody's business. Um, 
And she's like, I don't know if I could trust you anymore. I was like, that is such a load of of bull because I've cert, you know, in the military, there are plenty of Arabic and Muslims in the military. Absolutely. I've served with some great people of all ethnicities there. And not even just, you know, we're not even just talking about Americans. I, I served in the unit with people from all over the world. Yeah. Um, and that's just the American units I was part of. That's not even talking about the British ones. Um, but misconceptions like that, it, I, I find uh, so was this, very interesting. So this was, um, when When did this story happen? That was in 05, 2005. Were you in Iraq at the time? Or? Yeah, I was in Iraq at the time. So was this an Iraqi woman saying this? No, or? this was an American woman. Interesting. So can you uh, tell me a little bit about the Iraqi people? Uh, no, because I was in a base the whole time. Oh. I don't know nothing. Kuwait a little bit more, but okay. I, I don't I know. I haven't been to either, so that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I've been to Dubai. I've been to Lebanon. Okay. I'm, I'm from Lebanon. I'm mm-hmm. Lebanese, so mm-hmm. yeah. But Dubai, I was lucky enough to go to last, or in March. It was, it was cool. I yeah, prefer I be- really prefer, cool things. prefer Beirut. Beirut is Beirut's the best. <laughs> I'm only a little biased. Yeah, I've only been to Kuwait, Iraq, and then Bahrain for like five hours. I was supposed okay. to spend like um, a full day there and, and, and do a bunch of stuff, but good old Navy, uh, their motors were broken, and we spent almost the entire time on the water. Wow. wasn't even an American Navy ship. We're on an Australian ship, so I don't know what that says about Australia. Go to Beirut. I promise you'll uh-huh. have the best time of your life. Oh, I believe it. No, seriously best food mm-hmm. um the people are just so nice and hospitable and then just going out is just an experience and mm-hmm. like everything's beautiful there's so much history that it's just it's a really amazing place okay yeah go to beirut everyone else had it on your list <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned no i don't want to go there um no. i was gonna i don't want to make fun of cnn right now See, this is why I why uh, I edit. Don't make fun of CNN because of <laughs> CNN heroes. But um, no, 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 yeah, we can talk about it for a second. Yeah, I mean, just because it's CNN, that's any kind of recognition is huge. I mean, like if if I got promoted on something for CNN, I'm not gonna be like, oh, that's CNN. I'm not. Gonna, I mean, CNN, heck yeah, send me a plane ticket. I'm on my way. CNN <laughs> heroes is like a big deal, though. Yeah. So it's basically okay. so basically you make it to like you you get voted in and then mm-hmm. you make it to the top twenty then you make it to the top ten. Okay. So this woman from my community that I'm just so over like just so proud of, okay. she's made it to the top ten. Her name is uh, Najah Bezi. She runs the Mana International, which is a nonprofit based in Inkster, but serves the Detroit, mm-hmm. Dearborn, Inkster community, kind of just all over. And they aim to bring women and children out of poverty. Yeah, and anything with Inkster, all the Inkster charities are so much. Man, Inkster has a lot of work and and and. And the heart goes out to them. When you're so bad, you don't even have a public school anymore. That it, it's that it, it, yeah. it, it's definitely look worth looking into any of the charities in that area. Yeah. So you can vote from uh, for her mm-hmm. until December third. Um, so you go on like www.sana and like Hero Special or something, okay. something of the sort. But. Um, Vote for her, Najah Bezi. She's amazing. Um, so essentially, when she wins CNN Hero, which mm-hmm. I'm saying it because I'm manifesting it, because um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just so proud of her, and I'm just so proud of our community too, because mm-hmm. the work she does is so impactful. But um, 
you shall win a hundred thousand dollars and then just like Santa and recognition and and whatnot. But it's one of those things where it's like everybody on the list is doing such amazing, powerful work, Mm -hmm. but just her, especially, I don't know anyone more humble in my entire life. So it's just, it it was nice to have her as our season two opener and um, it's just nice to also have her in my life. So. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about how you break down your podcast. Yes, because um, some people do it like just a weekly, bi monthly, whatever you know, whatever basis. You do by seasons. I know yeah. you're not the only one that does it, but I don't have anyone else on the show right now yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you do? How do you do it by season? Just like you just do like ten episodes in a day, and like okay, cool, I'm oh done. I'm God. going on hiatus for like two months. <laughs> I don't have to touch this. I'm going to go make some real no, money. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's literally like a marathon. So mm-hmm. I call like the month where we're shooting a marathon because we're literally recording either three times a week or every other day or something like insane where we record like 10 to 15 episodes. And then after that, we'll just release them in like weekly blocks. Right. So right now we've released seven episodes of our second season. And then we're going to take like a month break, which is literally not a break. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're prepping for the next season. Prepping for the next season. We do um, a watch party. So every single time before we start the season, we do a watch party where we shoot our first or we show our first episode and we do some sort of like fun, entertaining thing mm-hmm. for the community. And we do it at the Arab American National Museum. Sold it out two times, okay. which has been Kind of do cool. they sponsor it or are you renting the place? Um, so we have sponsors in the community. We've okay. been really lucky that we have people in the community that really support us, really love the work we're doing, and, and they they want to give us money. So it's been nice with that. Wow, we're- I wish I had that problem. <laughs> Hopefully I have a Patreon by the time this starts. <laughs> that would be awesome. If you want to hear all my questions that didn't make it to this edit, go follow the Patreon if I have one. I don't know if I will have one by the time this comes out. <laughs> I, I really hope you have a Patreon. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we do it by week. And then, um, so our last episode of this season will be December 4th. And then we'll take a little month break, mm-hmm. aka no break. And That's, the, yeah, a month break isn't nothing. It's it really isn't. Well, it's, it's actually not a break because we'll be shooting still at that time, mm-hmm. editing, producing, and then just working on our launch party. And then our launch party will be um, January 17th, which is my dad's birthday. He also doesn't know it's going to be that day. <laughs> oh, no. So is that one of those things where he's like, Hey, so who's taking me to dinner tonight? <laughs> like, know, well, I am, but you have to go to this thing, and then and then you just work all night, straight and up, straight up, <laughs> not even say hi. Do you know what's ironic is our first season opener was my brother's birthday. Okay, and so my sister, I remember her texting me just like the meanest thing. She's like, "You, I can't believe you would do it on his birthday," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, this is the only available date." But yeah, so it's been yeah, a, it's, available dates for movie theater. That's a big thing. Well, I know it's not movie theater, it's music, but that's a big thing. I used to rent movie theaters when I did more short films and, yeah. and, and, and would do other things like that, you know, do the actual filming thing. But that's, it's not like you could choose any date that you want. Mm-mm, you can't. Well, yeah. It just works. First, it has to be a Tuesday or Thursday for most places. Yeah. <laughs> and so historically speaking, it's always going to be on one of my family members' birthdays. So I'm just trying to think who's in the spring. Honestly, it could be on my, my birthday's April 22nd. So no way. That's that my birthday, too. You're joking. No, I'm serious. Can I see your driver's license? Oh, see, that's not cool. Are you serious? Is no. your birthday actually? Serious. 
Are you serious? I'm serious. Are we going to have a joint birthday party? Probably. I'm down. <laughs> That's awesome. As long as someone's buying Wait, liquor. I need, I need to see this. <laughs> you actually need to. <laughs> yeah, I, am I, being, I am being carded on my own show, by the way. You guys, his birthday's actually April 22nd. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so a lot of people have the birthday April 22nd. Yeah. And I think that's really weird that you and I both have the same birthday. Okay, I, so I, I very rarely meet other people with really? the same birthday. Oh. What were we talking about again? We're I talking don't about- know. You're born. <laughs> no, it was fun. Our birthdays. I, I, I used to play a game in my first deployment. Uh, um, well, because we we didn't really have digital cameras then, but but we could get like point and shoots and stuff. So I was able to get some pictures of. Um, people driving around town in Kuwait and then I pulled down pictures of Dearborn some of the more areas with more Arabic writing on the buildings and stuff Mm -hmm. and play the game is this Kuwait or is this Dearborn I had a lot of fun with that game because some people could not tell the difference I mean, honestly... And this is also early 2000s, so some of these pictures were from the 90s, too. Not quite as clean as everywhere around us is now. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing. I always yeah. joke that you can walk through Dearborn, and if you squint a little, it looks like Beirut. And, like, okay. for me, that like that's a fun thing, because, like... Like I just told everyone, everyone needs to go to Beirut. But um, <laughs> um, well, I, Dearborn is a tourist attraction too. It definitely got, is a tourist attraction. Yeah, you go to, go I to mean, Henry Ford Museum, you see people from all over the world. Yeah, but not only the Henry Ford Museum. Like we have the Arab American National Museum, yeah. the only one of its kind in the world. I did not know that. I yes. need to go there again. Yeah, definitely need to go there. The food is incredible. Um, they no, have food there. Uh, not, not in the museum. Sorry, not in the museum. Oh, dude, I totally want to. If the museum uh, had food imagine. and you get me a discount, I am imagine, totally down. Imagine. No, no, no. I mean, you can <laughs> literally every amazing food place is in like walking distance. There's an amazing Yemeni mm-hmm. place like Sheba. It's like right by the, the museum. Yeah, there's, walking down Michigan Avenue, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's Shatila. There's yes- Yasmin Bakery, which, mm-hmm. I mean, my namesake place. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, so like Yasmin Bakery. That is a good bakery though. <laughs> it's amazing, right? There's Alamir, there's Al Ajami, there's anywhere, honestly, like you really can't go wrong with food in Dearborn. And then there's like all the hookah lounges and like whatnot. So Dearborn's a fun place for food. Yeah. and It's definitely a foodie place. Yeah. And it's funny because I have met people that will, will drive up from Ohio and be like, you know what? I just want to. I came here for a reason, but then I drove over to Dearborn for the hookah lounges because <laughs> it's not always a thing in other places. Yeah, like no, there's like one hookah thing. lounge in a thirty mile radius, and you come over here and it's like, oh, we yeah. got our pick. Yeah, literally, like you can go anywhere. I think it's just there's a lot that people come to. That people gravitate towards. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's also the hospitality too, where you, if you go to any restaurant, people are just super, super hospitable and, and kind of yeah. want to teach you about certain things and just um, are just very welcoming. It's, I mean, it's the, it's the Arab mentality though, to be very welcoming. So I think that's like, that's definitely a misconception that Dearborn likes to show too. Could, because even... Dearborn likes to be very hospitable to other people that aren't from Dearborn. But mm-hmm. even if you are from Dearborn and you're going to this restaurant, and you're going to this bakery, like I'll go to a bakery and someone will call me Ammo, which means uncle. So like you do this thing where it's it's kind of funny within the Arab culture where like you'll like I'll call my dad Baba, but he'll also call me Baba, which is very weird. 
but like <laughs> so they like he'll say dad and I'll, he'll call me dad which is just like a it's an interchangeable thing okay. but like people do that too with like uncle and aunt too so like aunt is like hato or amto so like mm-hmm. they'll like interchange like that thing too so if you go anywhere they'll use that term of endearment so it's like technically a term of endearment right but right. but they'll be super hospitable. So if you walked into Yasmin Bakery, they'd be so hospitable towards you too. Um, I, I've heard different st- stories from, I, so I'm going to try not to get, every place is different. Everything's anecdotal though. Everything, yeah, everything's anecdotal. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm going <laughs> to, because. I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, I hate being that person. Like, actually, I know someone that, like, no, I, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I feel that. I feel that. And like, I'm sorry to anyone that's had a bad experience and I really hope that you would come back and like you could change your experience but like yeah no absolutely yeah. there's anecdotal experiences cuz there's there is a difference depending on where you go if you if you you know if you're white as a ghost and you walk in by yourself versus walking in with a, a person of a darker skin they don't even have to be arabic but they could be constru- look like one um, or could be one um, people have been taught different, treated differently, depending on the place. There's different places. Everything's individual, you know, and, and that's one of the things that gives places of, uh, um, and, and this is not just Dearborn. This is Mexican town. This is anyway, places that do really dumb things like that, give the entire area a bad name. And that's exactly the type of thing that you're trying to avoid. And it's, it's. You know, and more places need to, you know, it's it's such a stupid thing, too. Why would you ever treat someone differently and not want their money or bring their friends in? That never made sense to me. Yeah, that's definitely not something I'm from... I've witnessed in the community, but yeah, interesting. Good to know. I mean, it's anecdotal too. So. It's only a- anecdotal. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, and there's you know stereotypes do come from places. I mean, Dearborn, great food, fantastic yeah. food, yep, great places over there. I'm not denying yeah, yeah. that no, at all. I feel it. I feel it. Also had a restaurant shut down because they're they're funding ISIS. Um, things happen. What can you do? You and know, our restaurant shut down because they were. F- oh, yeah, yeah, and and every once in a while you did can, not hear about that one. That, that it's an it's it's old it's an older story. Maybe older than my time. Maybe two thousand eight. Maybe two thousand nine. Somewhere around there. So what do you know? What restaurant? Was? Oh, I don't remember. So you don't have your facts, but you're stating things. <laughs> I could Google, but then it takes all day. Mm. There's a reason Google I don't have no Google. Google takes all day, really? I thought Google was pretty efficient, though. Well, I could get it within two minutes on Google. Me pronouncing it right will take all day. Oh, uh, you're pronouncing. <laughs> don't worry, I can definitely but, help but with But the there's also a lot of false information about Dearborn, though, too. There's yeah, so it's... much fake stuff out there, too. Like, uh, um, I saw the new, you know, news one day... Um, about a nicest flag. I'm like, oh, that's and it's all completely fake. That wasn't it what, at what all. What was the news that you saw about that, a nicest flag? Oh, that was that was years ago, and it was completely fake. And they and they even came out like, oh no, we someone got confused. So why do you think that these things happen where people say f- false things about your porn? It's bad stereotypes. So what do you, what do you mean bad stereotypes? Um, I think people are idiots sometimes, and they see something that they don't understand, and they grasp towards the closest thing that they have at least heard of, and they combined it with that. Do you think that fear plays into this factor of people just... Absolutely. Yeah. 
people Absolutely. just not knowing. The, the, there was the, like there was a really real threat of people with veteran statuses and wearing uniforms. That was a real threat. So people were and when they and so when you equate that with who's making the threat, and you see people, you know, you think of an area that has has had ties, and you know, because um, that. that there has been places in Dearborn with ties. That's one reason why they are mentioned. You know, a lot of stereotypes have at least a nugget of truth. And I'm by no, no means. I, w- I would. I. I, I don't know. No I would disagree with trying that. Trying to. I am no means trying to implicate anybody or anything. I'm just saying a nugget. Uh, somewhere, someone did something stupid. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Talk a little bit more more about veterans because I, I I'm I'm curious to hear because I. My grandfather, mm-hmm. who is Muslim, Arab, Lebanese, is a veteran. Awesome. Yeah. How, did, has he ever talked about it? Talked about what, specifically? Um, uh, if he was treated... Well, when he was in, it probably wasn't as much of a big deal. It was before Vietnam. So he, oh, he was Because even in Korea, it wasn't that much of a big deal. Being Muslim or being Arab? Yeah, while in the military. Yeah, I mean... I think at that time, too, it was probably not... People didn't talk about it as much. Right. But then after post-9-11, everything changed. Everything still continues to change. So there's it's it's fear-mongering. It's, mm-hmm. it's taking Absolutely. things and taking headlines and making them... People just be very, very fearful of things that they don't understand and they don't know. And mm-hmm. just placing blame on people that had literally nothing to do with anything. So I can... Look at my, so my, my family mm-hmm. tree is split on both sides. My dad immigrated from Lebanon, was born in Lebanon, lived mm-hmm. in Lebanon his entire life, came to college here, went to Georgia Tech, whatnot. But my mom's family has been here since my great-grandmother was born in 1911 in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So my mom's family's been here for a while. Do you but, know where in Pennsylvania? Uh, Allendale. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huge Lebanese community there. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. A lot of fun places nearby too. Fun places in uh, by Allendale. I think so. Within within a half hour, if it's where I think it is. But anyways, go ahead. Love <laughs> Philly. Philly's actually my favorite East Coast city. But okay. that's also a side note. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I I think that when people even hear like the term veteran, they have this misconception of like you can't be Arab, Muslim, whatever, or. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you probably did. Like, did you think that I was going to say that my grandfather was a veteran? Uh, I did not have any preconceived notions at all. Yeah, but still. I mean, you're talking, you know, I just did a presentation the other day talking about the 442nd. So, and one of my uh, um, former colleagues actually did a documentary for uh, comparing the treatment of Japanese America during World War II to the, um, I say current, but he did this project about uh, maybe seven or eight years ago of the treatment of uh, um, Arabic American. Americans yeah. in the post 9-11 society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, my, so, yeah, I just watch a lot of documentaries and read a lot of weird things. <laughs> Not weird things, just it's, it's, it's socialized things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely socialized things, and I think we're, we're socialized to have fear in places that mm-hmm. is just more so ignorance. Yeah, it, try saying hi once in a while. <laughs> I mean, which, by the way, is really different. In see, Dearborn's, you don't see a lot of people walking on the street. If they're on the street walking, they're going to a place. There, there's a destination. I mean, it's a um, small town. It's not like Detroit yeah. where people are walking around. Yeah, and but you can even. I, argue- I, 
I compare Detroit to Ann Arbor. When you say hi to people walking around Detroit, you nine, well, maybe not nine, but seven out of 10 times, you're going to get a high or you're going to, but nine out of 10 times, you're going to get some sort of acknowledgement. And let's say completely wearing headphones and didn't see you in Ann Arbor. They're going to ignore the shit out of you, depending on uh, um, probably seven out of ten times. They'll pretend you never did anything to them. Where so, in Ann Arbor, though? Because I feel like because it's a college near town. Near, near uh, uh, Michigan uh, U of M, yeah. Really? But I feel like college kids are just so weird and friendly. Like, they're just funny. Maybe to and you. I, maybe I not can, to I me. I can say it because my, my little sister is a freshman in Ann right. Arbor. So, like, the, I just feel like... My maybe bro- they're intimidated by me. I don't, oh, know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe because you're older than them. They, oh, this this them. has been this been ongoing since I was in high school. Uh, this okay. has always been my interpretation of, of Ann, Arbor. Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. Ann Arbor is like a. It's definitely just like a college town. Yeah. I don't think about anything. Like when I think about Ann Arbor, I think about Michigan. Also, right. go blue. But like. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the thing. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. There's a lot of people that actually live in Ann Arbor. Yeah, that, there that, are. There are. We we forget that because we think about. We just think about like the the college culture there too. Yeah. When when I'm usually you could tell someone's from Ann Arbor when you're like down river because they're the ones like that think they know everything. Um, mm, that is that is also real. I am told. I am totally. But I'm like, totally you're being like hitting real. all the marks. You're here. being real. I love it. So, upcoming shows. Is yes. that, when you're picking your your when you're looking at guests, how are you looking for your guests? Oh, it's such an interesting experience looking for guests, and I love this question because it's a combination. So we get our Instagram is popping, Dearborn Girl on Instagram. Mm-hmm. For anyone listening, please follow. Um, so we get messages on the daily of people on Instagram saying like, "Hey, you should focus this on this person," or like mm-hmm. highlight this person, and that's cool because like. One, we're storytelling, but we're also community engagement. And we listen to the community. We want to hear what the community says. And so, like, a lot of people we've brought on because of what the community has said. Mm -hmm. So that's been a fun thing, too. Um, And just kind of, like, people we want to showcase. People we think that have interesting stories, have things to say. But also people message us themselves saying, like, I'd love to be on the show. And obviously, like... There's so many people that we yeah. like. Should you have fo- to have some sort of a vetting process. Yeah, yet, yeah. The, I mean, I our vetting process has been kind of like whatever makes sense for the season, the season yeah. theme. Um, Wait, you have themes for your season? You don't just do. make it up as you go. We have we have themes. So our our second season theme has probably been my favorite. It's never sleep on a dearborn girl. Okay. And so that means like when you look at a dearborn girl, you should never underestimate what she's able to accomplish. And so it's been such an interesting thing because, like, we started out our opener with a CNN hero, which is, like, mm-hmm. the it's like the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> but, like, also not really, but still. It's and just, also hopefully more deserving. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. There's yeah. that. There's that. But um, so with that being said, it's, like, don't ever – underestimate what women in this community can accomplish and so that was our second season theme and then our third one um our third season theme we want to do on like collaboration and we want to focus on like women collaborating and not necessarily Mm -hmm. being siloed in the work that we're doing because i think that happens a lot where people just assume things and it's just like an internal thing where i mean it's like an internal thing in general though Mm -hmm. but yeah so like our themes have been like 
made up as we're going along too and kind of okay. just like as as a need and like we take all of our comments and our dms very seriously there's this rule where you you're not supposed to read the dms or i'm sorry you're not supposed to read the comments you're supposed oh, to oh throw that rule right out i always read my comments yeah you i don't should. care how many insults i get a day i had i've had viral videos yeah with you know eight million nine million views oh, i read all those comments you should Do- I, I hate I, the any video that dis, that disables comments. I don't take that creator seriously, and and it's and it's funny because even creators that do that, do you see them on a TEDx talk or something? Yeah. Oh, I had comments to say this and this. Wait, do you? You disabled all your comments. Yeah. I'm yeah. Looking, all your comments are disabled. Don't tell me the comments you get when they're all disabled. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I mean comments should never ever be disabled because they're just like good food for thought, and they're yeah. just and you, you never know whose mind you're gonna change, but just by interacting. Yeah. There's so many people they say messed up things. It's just. It could just be a kid trying to reach out because exactly. they need attention. You, you don't know. I mean, I was called a terrorist in a comment one time. Oh, so have I. <laughs> it's okay. You've been called a terrorist? Oh, before? yeah. Seriously? How? Oh, yeah. Why? It just doesn't matter. Just no, the I'm way just... I. <laughs> wow, okay. I've been called everything underneath the book. So mine, mine was. You think of it, I've probably been called it. Wow. Mine was we were on the the cover of the Detroit News, and so um, okay. Before we even launched a single episode, we were on the cover the Detroit News, and it's just a story about like what our podcast was, and Mm -hmm. um, somebody wrote on a a Facebook comment. Detroit News published it, and they they called us terrorists. That's that that is insane. That's terrible. Yeah, and it 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 was terrible, but it was. And Detroit News published that comment, or the comment was on the 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 website or Facebook. So the writer actually she texted me. She said, "Hey, listen, please don't read the comments. We go we go and like we try to like delete most of the really bad comments, but I guess they couldn't really keep up with them. Right. And so I like looked, scrolled through Facebook, looked up the article, found it, and. Uh Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I know everybody else in my community has been called a terrorist too. Not everybody. Yeah, but it's and just, that's terrible. And that's it's just, absolutely it's terrible. It's just bigotry and just racism and yeah. just things that people should not be saying right. ever. But it's one of those things too where it's just like, you have to be mindful of how people perceive you in order to sort of change that perception too. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, that was, um, so don't read the comments has been so instrumental and things like that, doing like any sort of like press releases or articles or anything. But as far as releasing our own content, reading the comments is so important because Mm -hmm. it's community building. So like we do storytelling, but we also do community building and community building is like, for me, my favorite, favorite facet of it, because I want to help women in our community take control and narrative power of our stories mm-hmm. so yeah that's awesome thank you now you actually have swag i've seen some are you selling any of your swag yeah okay so look cool phone case i'm gonna show you my phone case but um, video version is different than the audio version yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah we're selling our hats our website is mm-hmm. fordearborn.com and we have these really cool dearborn and girl hats i'm not wearing one right now for anyone watching the video version 
Um, but they're white. They have the DG logo. Very cool. Very fun. Um, but yeah. So like we're just selling our hats and we're hoping so, to make so a do, pair. So do the guys wear Dearborn Girl logos oh, and stuff? Oh yeah. Yes. I, yes, I just want to yes. see a muscle bound guy. Do you guy. know what's funny? Yeah. One of my friends sent me a Snapchat this morning and he, my friend Adam, shout out to Adam. He literally was wearing a Dearborn Girl hat. Uh huh. It was just awesome. But yeah, no, muscle, I can show you multiple pictures of these muscle, like, super awesome guys wearing, like, Dearborn Girl hats. So it's been cool because, like, the space has been something where guys feel like they've also been represented, too. Even though, obviously, like, stories are so different for, for men and women and whatnot, but they still feel like, wow, my, my identity is being captured in a way that I've never seen it captured before. Mm-hmm. But your one guy is coming soon, so watch out. <laughs> do you know who will be hosting that? Or are you hosting I it as do. well? I do. No, no, no. Um, actually, so my co-host's brother, his mm-hmm. name is Ali, and he's amazing, and he's going to be hosting your one guy. So Okay, very cool. Yeah, so we're um, we're all working together, but he's the one, like, this is his project. He's mm-hmm. taking the lead on everything. Wow. Okay, so this is the point where I have to do a plug. Um, but we have – usually I try to work it into something, but I'm not doing that right now. Um, so charities and buying stuff, that bad segue into Smile.Amazon. Why do I bring up Smile.Amazon? Because a lot of people don't want to buy stuff at Amazon, but we all do eventually anyway, at least most of us do. So if you're going to buy something off of Amazon, use Smile.Amazon, and you could put a little bit of that money, no cost to you, will go to a charity of your choice. Our charity of choice is DV Farm. Look up dvfarm.org, homeless shelter for veterans. They do fantastic work over there. Um so, yeah, there's my plug. DV Radio is a part of the Dysfunctional Veterans Network or the family of their, their company things. So that's why that goes in there. And it's also a, just a fantastic charity. And if you do, like, a Facebook birthday thing, consider donating using that charity as your birthday donation thing. Because if you, if you write something unique, not, oh, this charity is very important to me, and use a default BS that they give you. They may actually promote you, and it's so cool. My birthday two years ago, hey, April 22nd, I I raised (laughs) almost $2,000 for a charity, and I've done it for other charities since, and I've never got that much money for a charity. It was because... They, they interacted because I showed more interest than just a copy and paste job. So that's always kind of cool if you want to do a, a fundraising competition with your friends, which I totally promote that. I don't care what your charity of choice is. I think, you know, I, th- I think just raising for charity is a good thing, especially if you do research on your charity first because, you know. Charities are great. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a couple here today. Yeah, definitely. But please, go ahead and uh, uh, remind us all where to find all the Dearborn Girl stuff. (laughs) Uh, So we're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Dearborn.Girl on Instagram, Facebook page is Mm -hmm. Dearborn Girl. Um, Yeah, subscribe, rate, review, all of the fun stuff. (laughs) <laughs> and this has been Media Litter Sandwich, which you can, of course, find on MediaLitterSandwich.com and my own website, Toten.com. The video versions on YouTube, YouTube.com slash K. But, of course, you can find the other websites. And, we're again, we're on Stitcher, Spotify, Mixcloud, all those 
iHeartRadio, all all the same places, a million places. If we're not on the podcast app, as I'm sure the same thing with Dear Forward, if they're not on the podcast app or I'm not on the podcast app of your choice, let us know. We'll figure it out, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, and as well, if the if anyone liked this uh, episode, wanted to share it with somebody, go for it. Absolutely, share the link, comment, rate, subscribe. I have like three different Facebook groups just to talk to people. I love it. I even have a. I forgot to press record. Um, um, you keep looking back over there. <laughs> I forgot to press record uh, support group. I love that group uh, on Facebook. But anyways, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and may the algorithms be in your favor.